Hi, sorry. Wrong button. Full court press. Cold open. I did that once. Hi, everybody. I did that once, and I had to play all of the ads by, like, manually. I had to click play ad. Play ad. <laughs> so it was like a half-second pause between each ad. In my haste to uh, operate <laughs> with my left hand, I hit the wrong button. See, that's the mistake I've made is I tried to, to – you do the mouse because it's a whole two-handed setup. Yes. And I was trying to do it with the, the left hand, and then, like, I slightly adjust – the hand right before I click, and it just moves, and bam. Instead of playing it, you've deleted it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's not awkward. Um, and I guess we could debate whether that was awkward, or wh- which was more awkward, the, the cold open for us or uh, Leon Rice? Probably a little over-aroused. Uh, you should have just played that as our intro. Yeah, that should be our open. <laughs> we need to eventually just make an open that is all the different awkward statements from all the different coaches. <laughs> Mountain West coaches. Just it's every coach you can stuff. find. When you've waited for it for so long, it's hard to manage your emotions. <laughs> He'd waited so long, the whole three minutes to right. uh, during the break <laughs> to get back is hard to handle your emotions. You're just shaking and like, <laughs> go, oh, screwed it up. <laughs> All right, so a uh, little bit of a shortened show from us. Uh, we have the this week in the Mountain West, which will start at about five thirty here on the on the full court press on the fan. Uh, a look around the, the entire Mountain West Conference football schedule, look back at what happened last week, what's on the schedule this week, and uh, some of the storylines and matchups. So that'll be coming up starting at about 5.30. So Jason and I have a, just a little bit of time with you together this afternoon. Uh, we want to continue finding out more about Gloria Navarez. She was introduced earlier today as the next commissioner for the Mountain West Conference. She was uh, previously serving, or currently serving, in that that exact same role at the West Coast Conference and has been since 2018. She has time at Cal Berkeley. She has spent time at Oklahoma. She uh, was at San Jose State, so she's definitely familiar with the Mountain West. She's familiar with this part of the country, and uh, she will be the next commissioner for the Mountain West starting First part of January, or January 1 of 2023. She was officially introduced today. So I, I, we talked about some of the things that she said, but I don't know if I've asked your opinion, but uh, based on what she said and looking at her resume, do you think this is going to be a good hire and a good selection for the Mountain West? Yeah, certainly, because when we were talking about, you know, who would you hire as the Mountain West, you know, commission, we were thinking maybe you, you know, promote some assistant from, you know, uh, you know, or deputy, or I don't know where all the, technical job titles are but you know a second in command at a bigger conference but the mountain west conference kind of going with my old uh, head coaching hire strategy where you don't necessarily grab the assistant or whatnot from a bigger school you hire from below you know and promote up i don't know if that made sense but with yeah. utah state you know hiring craig smith from south south dakota blake anderson arkansas state that kind of just you know, promote through the ranks, they kind of took that strategy and applied it to the commissioner where they went to the West Coast Conference, a smaller, you know, conference, um, one that doesn't have football and so, you know, smaller revenue and whatnot and, and not as big a name, but take someone who's been good at their job and basically promote them. Say, all right, you did a good job in a smaller role or at least the same role with a smaller conference. Let's see if you can do the same things and grow. There's just you're commanding a bit more in a sense. There's just a little bit more responsibility. So it's certainly a strategy that I've praised in other aspects. So we'll see if it works in terms of commissioners. It works in terms of head coaches. I don't know if it'll work with commissioners, but 
I certainly have no problem with the hire. It it's kind of hard to know whether or not you're going to be, a, you know, for us on the outside to really know how good of a hire this is because it's just such a role that's behind closed doors. Yeah, and that's true. And that unless unless you're a, a commissioner that's aggressive and uh, part of a conference that's aggressive um, in that, you know, with conference expansion or media rights or, you know, NCAA tournament, things like that, where you're, you're regularly in front of a camera advocating for your, your teams and your conference or expansion or, or what have you. Um, the, the conference commissioner does a lot of his, his or her work behind the scenes. And there are some commissioners who are definitely in front, out in front, and sometimes that rankles some people that they're just out there for themselves. And that's not always true. They're out there. You know, some of them are definitely out there for the conference, and that's a way to bring attention to the conference as a whole rather than individual institutions. And Craig Thompson, there were times where he was out front, but I think more than not, especially the, the tail end of his his tenure at the Mountain West, he was definitely more behind-the-scenes kind of a guy. But he also, to his credit, he still played a significant role with the group of five. He's been involved with the college football playoff expansion. A model that he helped create is one that looks like it's going to be adopted. So, you know, there there are things that a, a conference commissioner um, really has to be able to do to advocate for the full conference um, on a on a national scale, on a, a public scale, maybe just to kind of wrap that up with the previous comments, but also things that that the conference commissioner needs to do with each individual institution, and that can't be easy. Making everybody happy, and this is an interesting hire where this is somebody who has been in the West Coast Conference, where you had a premier program who got a lot of national attention which brought attention to a lot of other institutions. But one institution that clearly stood above everybody else, and then a big separation between the others, coming to a conference where I don't know that there's necessarily that, state, that same gap like Gonzaga and everybody else in the West Coast, but you come into the Mountain West where they're, in football terms, Boise State, and then a bit of a gap between everybody else but it's not as big. It's not as wide. And you have other schools that have their moments to shine, whereas the West Coast, it's pretty much only Gonzaga. Yeah, BYU had some moments where later they were becoming more competitive. Um, you know, St. Mary's has been competitive. But by and large, it's a Gonzaga conference. I don't know that you can say that the Mountain West is just a Boise State conference. I don't think you can make that same correlation, but... Clearly, they, uh, there is some separation there and a, a bit of a gap. Yeah, Boise State will like to pretend that's the way it is, but it's not, especially since they've not really been uh, as good in football because, you know, for a while they were that kind of that way if you were just considering football. It was kind of them and the rest because even though they were good teams behind them, the San Diego States and, you know, and Fresno State's having some good years, I mean, in the West Coast Conference, other teams would have good years, BYU and St. Mary's. Um, but Boise State was obviously when they were contending for the potential, you know, BCS or playoff or New whatever, Year's you know, New Year's Six. Six, you know, that kind of bid. 
Um, so obviously she is, you know, experienced in dealing with that kind of, uh, you know, the the one school that wants preferential treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is some of that experience. You, you do like the fact that she is capable of handling that, you know, trying to keep everybody happy. Um, in the end, though, we'll just see. There's a lot of different areas where, unfortunately, I just have to say we'll see because in terms of expansion, like can she expand? Well, I guess we'll see. You know, is she going to be able to keep, you know, a San Diego State in the conference, a Boise State in the conference, which I don't know who's poaching Boise State at this point, but, you know, can she keep everyone together? Well, we'll see. You know, will she have to try and make some concessions to San Diego State? I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it to make concessions to San Diego State to keep them in the conference, but she did talk about making concessions to different schools because it, it was brought up specifically with Gonzaga. So... And she seemed to say she has kind of an open mind about it. Yeah, and, and I think your prop, you, the way you phrase it is probably more uh, more proper than the way I was trying to present my thought process there, is that, that there are schools in the West Coast who believe that they're on a different level than others, and clearly Gonzaga is on a different level from a lot of the other member institutions of the West Coast Conference. But she's coming to the Mountain West where you've got Boise State who believes they're on a whole other level. And they're ahead of other schools in the conference, but I don't know that they're on a whole other level. Yeah, to like the same said, degree like Gonzaga is. Yeah, like I said, in, in football, the, it was kind of comparable. Not nearly in the same way, because it would be like if Boise State was Clemson in football. Like, that's that would be the comparison. Yeah, true. Where they're consistently top three, top five. Contending for a national championship. Yeah. And that's what Gonzaga's doing at the rest. And the thing is, you know, in Boise State, they're not the top of the heap in really any other sport consistently. They're good. They're good in basketball. They're good in women's basketball. And, I'm, you know, they've been good in other sports. But obviously it's just the one thing. Um, so... But it does bring to uh, the attention about uh, the the question was asked in the in the sense that in 2018 there was uh, some flirtation going on between Gonzaga and the Mountain West, having Gonzaga come over and being a part of this conference, and looked like it, uh, they didn't get it done. Maybe it was just all a negotiating ploy for Gonzaga to get a greater revenue distribution out of the West Coast, but. Boise State has a unique revenue distribution compared to everybody else. And so she was asked about that. Like, you have experience with that in the West Coast with Gonzaga having preferential treatment with it's not completely equitable 100% across the board for everybody. And you're coming to the Mountain West where there's a little bit of a history of that. Do you like that? Do you dislike that? How will that work for you with the Mountain West? And this was her response. 20 years ago, there was kind of a philosophy among all the conferences that equal revenue distribution was a must and it was necessary to maintain conference harmony. Whereas you've seen different models and every conference is slightly different about a little bit more eat what you kill. Maybe there's a baseline distribution and then there's some incentives or rewards uh, for athletic success further into the NCAA men's basketball tournament or in bowl selection, um, that type of thing. So while I don't yet have a need to get in and, you know, get a little more intel from behind the curtain of the Mountain West, I I do feel that in this day and age, we should be 
open to being innovative, but a healthy conference does have a baseline investment, a baseline level of commitment to each other that you have to start with. So the, you know, changing over time, but still with those foundations in some equity, but a little bit more um, ability to look at um, rewarding for rewarding performance, because as we know, going to bowl games and going to the NCAA tournament requires a lot of investment as well. A couple things stood out to me there. In one, she recognizes that today's landscape is different than this kind of altruistic philosophy that maybe some held many, many years ago, which never really was very solid in, in, in truth, but that there should be some some reward for performance. That's how the world works. That's how America works. Why should we do it any different for college athletics? And there should also be some recognition there that it's there is definitely an expense and there's a challenge to be able to put a program together to be able to compete at that level and to make the trips and and go to these destinations and do some of these things. So I, I recognize and appreciate her philosophy there. But I also recognize that she's not just throwing it all in on that, that, look, we, we still need to be somewhat equitable here because there are programs that, if it's not, they're not some semblance of equanimity here, then they're going to fall even further behind. It'll be hard to keep them competitive and it's, it's good for the whole conference to help each other out. But there should be some reward for success in making those kinds of runs. And that should be very appealing for Boise State in football, more specifically, and San Diego State in basketball, who those institutions have made those kinds of runs and have been able to have those kinds of success. Yeah, and well, really, I think you know that kind of thing should hopefully appeal if she's maybe targeting Gonzaga which I hope she is. Maybe see if she can get him. I don't know if Gonzaga ends up joining the Big 12. Um, they may very well. Um, but if that does fall through, Gonzaga to the Big 12, then you'd like to see the Mountain West make a bigger push. And, you know, assuming... Boy, how much of that relationship was part of the hiring process? That's one of the first things I thought, actually, <laughs> was, wait a minute. Hire the West Coast Conference Commissioner. Gonzaga might be leaving. Uh, but I don't I don't know if that would help a ton. But if she's willing to give some concessions to Gonzaga, where and granted it's not her entire, you know, it's not her decision alone. Obviously, there's a lot of other people who are going to be involved in that. Right. A lot of other people, university president, yeah, people who get a vote. Um, but you know, if she has that kind of philosophy, you know, is and again we had this discussion a little bit before where. We say, you know, if Gonzaga wants to come in and just say, we get everything that we earn, okay, well, then, then there's no point in adding Gonzaga to the conference. But if Gonzaga says, well, we want our, then, you know, the piece of our pot to be slightly bigger. We can keep a little bit more than we've been getting. Well, okay, you let them have that. You know, it's a little annoying that you kind of have to just admit that they're the, you know, at the top of the chain, but... But it's you have to wait. Yeah, is it a net positive? Yeah. Well, they may get a little bit more individually. These other institutions benefit because they're on national television. Their net ranking is going to be higher because they play this school. Uh, it, it, we may get more schools into the tournament. Just the mere fact that we have this one specific school 
in the conference who these other schools will play, and it that high tide will raise multiple ships. Yes, that's why if you you can get a net positive out of it even by getting more. So that's why I want you know the Mountain West to to target Gonzaga, and if they miss out on Gonzaga. Try and bring St. Mary's in, probably. That's one area of expansion I'd say they should at least try, you know, to help with basketball. I don't know if it makes sense for everything else. Granted, they added, like, Colorado College for, like, because they're part of the Mountain West and other sports. They're part of it in uh, soccer, women's soccer. Utah State plays Colorado College twice a year in soccer as part of the Mountain West. I don't know how that makes sense, why that was worth it, but it's something they did. And they're not a football school, obviously. I don't even they're not a, ba- a basketball school either, but it's no. like a bunch of other random sports. So maybe they could add a St. Mary's. But again, <laughs> it would it would there there's a lot more to consider than just the one sport. You don't usually you're not adding a school for the one sport. Usually. Uh four three five three three nine zero three two nine. Uh 0329. I don't know where that came from. 3390321 is our full court press text line. A couple of texts came through. 9315. Uh, sure hope she is football minded. Yeah, you got to be football minded to make it in, you know, as, you know, a commissioner of a conference because that's your revenue maker. That, that's your money maker. That's where the eyeballs, the ticket revenue, sponsorship revenue, that is what drives the bus. And she was pretty upfront with like there. There's a big focus from her on men's basketball and football. She didn't really play around with the we got to focus on all sports. She was upfront like there's a reality to it, and it's about men's basketball and football. She didn't obviously degrade anything, but it's like she knows where the money's at, and yes. so she knows that's what's going to drive success in the Mountain West is those kind of things. Uh, one other quick text coming through before taking a, a quick time out here zero three six six. Equanimity, well done, bro. Yeah, when you said that, I was like, uh, "You're reaching into your thesaurus too, aren't you?" <laughs> I'm not going to totally one up Leon Rice. <laughs> I don't want to go where he's where his headspace. You weren't is. very aroused. <laughs> no, so <laughs> more of that to come. Uh, we do have a shortened show with this week in the Mountain West coming up at about five thirty. Uh, quick timeout here on the Full Court Press and some additional thoughts. We'll hear more from. Uh, Gloria Navarez introduced as the new commissioner for the Mountain West Conference and a look ahead at a a busy weekend for the Mountain West in basketball, football, the NFL, the Utah Jazz in action this weekend as well. It's all next on the Full Court Press. Well, hi there. We're at the Logan Holiday Gift Show presented by Coppins Hallmark at the Riverwoods Conference Center by the Marriott on South Main in Logan. Plenty of free parking just east in that, uh, that covered terrace parking. Be sure to use that and then uh, walk on over. It's real easy, real simple, cold outside, but nice and warm inside where you can get a lot of your Christmas shopping done early. Happy Feet is here. You'll find Level Up Tech and Beauty Counter and So Loved and The Music Tailor and J&E Glass Engraving and Chloe's Woodshop to mention just a few of the many, many vendors you'll find in here at the Logan Holiday Gift Show presented by Coppins Hallmark this weekend. This is the weekend. We've waited. This is uh, this is a big one. This is the one everybody seems to wait for, and it's a, it's a great time, just a great event. And it goes till 7 o'clock tonight, and once again from 10 until 7 tomorrow. Santa Claus hours from 2 to 6 today and from 11 to 4 tomorrow at the Logan Holiday Gift Show at the Riverwoods Conference Center this weekend.
Your skis are skinny and your boots tie with leather. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You need up-to-date ski equipment and your kids want the good stuff. Al Sporting Goods has season ski rental for the entire family. Ski and board equipment that you can rent for the entire season. Pick them up now, bring them back in May. And for a limited time, get a free Cherry Peak Lift Pass. Youth season ski or snowboard rental, only $99. Adult season ski or snowboard rentals, only $114. Don't wait. 99 and 114 season ski rental prices will go up. Al Sporting Goods for season ski rentals. Every sport, every season. It's engagement season. Time to find the perfect ring. S.E. Needham Jewelers is known for beautifully cut diamonds at excellent prices. Guys, the sparkle is what matters most in the diamond you give your sweetheart. Our diamonds stand apart from those of other stores. Come view our diamonds under magnification. Select a diamond that fits your budget and then have it mounted in a ring that she'll love. Remember, you get S.E. Needham quality at internet pricing. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. The Elements Restaurant is serving a plated Thanksgiving dinner this year with all the holiday classics. Herb roasted turkey with a sage turkey gravy, garlic whipped potatoes, and whipped sweet potatoes, traditional cornbread stuffing, and delicious warm rolls. And for dessert, choose between pumpkin pie, pecan pie, or apple galette. Let the Elements serve your family a delicious Thanksgiving feast while you spend the day enjoying family and friends. Prime times fill up quickly. Reserve online today at theelementsrestaurant.com or call 750-5171. You have to see it to believe it. The new Three Peaks Medical Plaza is Cache Valley's newest and most up-to-date medical facility. Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and the Hearing Aid Center are now located in the Three Peaks Medical Plaza in North Logan. The entire staff and Drs. Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette look forward to helping you and your family at this state-of-the-art medical facility. Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat is now located in Providence and Three Peaks Medical Plaza, 2245 North 400 East in North Logan. Go to cachevalleyent.com for details. Most insurance products, including Select Med, are accepted. Alpine Home Medical has been around for over 25 years. Can you believe that? Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent. What keeps us coming to work every day? We're passionate about caring for you. From home and bathroom safety to transportation, mobility, recovery, oxygen, sleep, and more, come into any of our 10 locations today and let us take care of you. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. Visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Mountain West Motor has a great selection of vehicles on their lot. And starting from around $20,000. So visit their website for current inventory and pricing. Check out how each vehicle's been customized for your next adventure. And make sure you follow them on Instagram for current promos and events. That's Mountain West Motor. 615 North Main and MWMotor.com. So, uh, a busy night of uh, some conference basketball. Utah State in action at 7 o'clock, hosting Bradley. Uh, there's a conference football game tonight, and we'll run through... The, uh, the weekend, of all the things going on through the Mountain West, Utah State, Utah Jazz in action uh, with a doubleheader, not doubleheader, a back-to-back, I should say, Saturday and Sunday from Washington Wizards to the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, but before we do that, continuing to introduce you to the new conference commissioner of the Mountain West Conference, Gloria Navarez, introduced earlier today. You can read about um, her selection on CashValleyDaily.com. 
or you can listen to her full introductory press conference on uh, the 106.9 The Fan uh, podcast feed or 106.9thefan.com. But certainly one of the things that you always have to look at when there's somebody new at the top, whether that's a new business, new coach, uh, or president. I mean, anytime there's somebody new at the top, it's pretty often that they're going to institute some change. Craig Thompson's been at the helm of the Mountain West for, what, 25 years? Yeah, just about. It's nearly 24, I think. Long time. And there's been change during his tenure, for sure. But well, with a new conference commissioner, you have to wonder what kind of changes she might make. And one of those could be in the form of uh, how the Mountain West Conference, uh, the Mountain West Conference tournament is done, because they do it differently in the West Coast. Will they adopt something similar here? As you know, in any sport, not just basketball, the conference touches the sport in three major areas. Well, two, conference schedule, conference tournament. And there's also the non-conference schedule in which some leagues have adopted non-conference scheduling guidelines. And I don't think you can look at any one piece without looking at all three. And it's incumbent upon the league office to constantly evaluate annually the strength of the league, where you are, are you, you know, rebuilding phase, you have more teams in the top versus in the rebuilding or vice versa, and then react or create your scheduling parameters accordingly because the a healthy ecosystem in a conference league is when you're rebuilding, the strength of the league pulls you up. If you're at the top chasing national titles, you will not take a step backwards as you progress through non-conference and league play. So it's a constant evaluation, and that is the philosophy and evaluation I would bring to the Mountain West. Which is interesting because the conference tournament has pretty much been there's not been a lot of changes with the conference tournament. Um, there doesn't really need to be a change with the conference tournament. No, but it's interesting that she's wants to have a more regular evaluation of how things are going, and if there need to be changes in the future. So the change that needs to happen is that everyone should get rid of their conference tournaments and just have the regular season title determine auto bids. <laughs> That's what should count. Yeah, like seriously. Talking about regular seasons not mattering, college basketball. Like I I'm I don't care that, you know, everything boils down to the NCAA tournament, but I, I want at least a bid to the NCAA tournament. Where in a system where it's like just getting to the tournament can be enough for a lot of teams. Let's make the regular season matter in terms of achieving that goal. Uh, that's pretty much going to do it for us here on the Full Court Press this week in the Mountain West. Coming up next, a run-through of everything going on this weekend in college football. Go, uh, go back and check on our previous episodes at 1069thefan.com.